Hey everybody, welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and I'm with Squeaks. Squeaks! And today's just going to be an action-packed day full of news, which I always love those ones. Those are my favorite ones anyway, so we got a lot to cover. Uh, first of all, though, let's get we haven't done this in a while. Squeaks, what are you playing right now? I am playing... <laughs> funny that you say that. <clears throat> I am yeah. playing Pokemon right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> don't tell no one, don't tell my boss, but I brought my Switch into work one day because I knew it was going to be a slow day. Oh and then my I was God. Doing, I was doing Pokemon battles with someone I know, with a coworker, and uh, yeah. now it's like, damn, I need to get better. Yes, yeah, that's true. I'll, I'll trade you some stuff. I know that we have Tabby that we'll, we'll hook you up with, too, who's kind of got the whole breeding factory going on over there. Yes. Get you a little bit of everything. Yeah, for me, uh, I just finished up Red Dead 2. Uh, I'm trying to get into Witcher 3, but I have a real hard time with the controls. I'm not a big fan of those controls. Got and it, then, yeah. Um, what else am I playing? Oh, I just fired up Far Cry, and I'm playing Hellblade, I think it's called. That one oh. for the Xbox. Oh, Sinuous. Um, yeah. Sacrifice. Yeah, that one's, <laughs> that one's good. That one messes so with So I'm in the brain. first half hour of like three different huge games. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What was the one you said before Hellblade? Um, Far Cry 5. Far Cry. Okay. You said Far Cry. I was just wanting to yeah. get what number you were on. Yeah. I, I know I'm going to like Far Cry 5 just because I love all Far Cries, but I'm like, I really got to give Witcher a shot. If I can get past these controls, I know it's like one of the best games out there. True. True. It's just these controls I got to get past them. This is a side note. I don't have the full notes for it because it's something that literally was announced like last minute. But um, Ubisoft came out and said they're going to stop using their formula for making games. Okay. So this is like a quick bit of news here. So if you're you're familiar with Ubisoft games, they're all amazing. But it's the same formula every time where you go to an area that of the map that you haven't discovered before. You climb up a tower or something like that. You discover that area. Then you do all the side missions and the main story mission in that area. Then you move on to the next mission. Same thing every time. Uh... Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, uh, you know, if you look at all the division, all those games are the same game, essentially, just a different skin. Yeah. They they said that they're going to change the creative team that, that decides how games are made, like, uh, story-wise. It'll fix that, so. Okay, well, that's. Yeah, what do you think about that? Do you think they should change it, or if it's been working, why mess with it? Well, I don't know if it, it's been working for me, at least, because um, I own Far Cry 4, Primal, and 5. And I'm almost yeah. done with Primal, and then I'm going to jump into Five. But I have a hard time, like, uh, let me get back on it. And then I'm not looking as much towards as Five as I was before with Four and Primal because I know it's almost the same. Assassin's yeah. Creed, I have not finished Odyssey because I have really no desire anymore to yeah. really play it myself. So if they're going to give me like this, uh, like what was announced, this uh, Assassin's Creed Ragnarok, um, mm-hmm. and there's something like a new mechanic or something just new about it. Maybe even a new view instead of kind of over the shoulder or something else, you know, uh, yeah. I might be, you know, interested getting back into the series. The AC Ragnarok, I think is still considered a leak right now. So hopefully that comes to fruition. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That'll be pretty awesome. Uh, but yeah, to me, I like it because I like those games that are just kind of open worlds. You do everything at your own pace and stuff like that and kind of get lost in the world. So yeah, if they're gonna be changing it up. Just you know, do better. Don't make you had you had that batch of Assassin's Creed that were just so awful that nobody was touching them. Yeah. Don't do those again. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm trying to. I can't go to future Assassin's Creed until you finish the old ones, and I'm trying to get through that slog fest right there, and it's so annoying. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and get into some of our news here. Uh, we're gonna start off with some gaming news. We'll do a uh, Blizzard corner, and then we'll get into some uh, movie TV news. Oh, Blizzard but corner. But first, <laughs> <laughs> uh. Elder Scrolls Online, Greymore, uh, they brought us a, a new trailer. It's a new chapter, new like mini expansion they're coming out with. We had the new cinematic trailer. 
And uh, in this new chapter, we're going to be visiting Skyrim, the western half of Skyrim now. And it's all controlled by vampires. This takes place like 900 years in the past. And uh, it's part of their the Dark Heart of Skyrim series. And it's supposed to be an additional 30 hours of main quest. And then there's like all kinds of side quests and different things you could do there. Uh, it also brings a new system called Antiqu Antiquities that'll let players search the old world for ancient pieces of relics and stuff like that to empower themselves and for like treasure. Uh, and this is coming May 18th for the PC and for the Xbox and PS4. It's June 2nd. Uh, did you play Elder Scrolls Online? Uh, I did a little bit when it first came out, but I just wasn't a huge fan um, yeah. of it. But seeing this and more of it, and I kind of miss a little bit of Skyrim. I never really played Skyrim, and I don't hate oh on me. I, I know I was more <laughs> of a Fallout person, so I never really got into the Skyrim side of Bethesda. But um, yeah. seeing this, I don't know. It kind of wants me to give it a shot playing back online. Yeah, I know the Morrowind patch kind of or expansion has really kind of piqued my interest as well. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's one of those things where as soon as you hit end game, you're like, what am I supposed to do now? There was nothing really to do. And I know they addressed a lot of that. Okay. I might get back in for this. Anytime I can go back into Skyrim, I'm happy. So yeah. that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Skyrim is like so old now and it's amazing that it's still such a good game. It's still something that we talk like, about. Crazy. I think it was like 2010 it came out. Damn. Which is nuts to think a nine-year-old game is still so impactful. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We had a bunch of delayed games. Uh, we have four of them that I have noted here. So we had Cyberpunk 2077, which is crazy that they're still waiting on that. That got delayed. Uh, CD Projekt Red uh, released a statement saying that it's going to be moved from April to September 17th now, which is a pretty lengthy delay. Uh, they're going to do some more playtesting, and they're trying to polish things up. Marvel's Avengers, that's moving from May to September. Final Fantasy Remake, which at this point, I don't know if anybody's still excited about this. Uh, I know. <laughs> Give up. Give up. <laughs> All right. Just your dreams. <laughs> Let's get moved from March 3rd to April 10th. And then Iron Man VR is moving from February to May. Is there any of those games that you're upset that they got delayed? Uh, Cyberpunk and Final Fantasy. Um, the Avengers, kind of. I was a little... I was kind of excited to see a different story because I know a lot of people were getting upset. It's like, oh, it's not what we know. Who gives a shit? It's a new story. And I, I was yeah. um, excited to experience it um cyberpunk i think a lot of a lot of us are looking forward to that so it is a shame that it is being delayed and i don't give out i don't even care anymore about like oh we want to polish or do whatever no if you're gonna give me a date make sure you're set on it you know and get the team to yeah make this game happen um but i'm speaking as a consumer so that's just <laughs> that's just my feelings <laughs> um so I am kind of like a down on that one, but the Final Fantasy, I'm just more angry about than anything else because this is absurd now that you have to delay it this much. It's especially no after the episodic anymore. news. Like I'm so upset that it's going to be in episodes now too. It's there. I don't know. I'm just not excited for that game at all right no, now. Same. I lost all excitement for it as well. And another thing that worries me is that with the Marvel's Avengers and Cyberpunk both coming out in September. That's getting awfully close to the Christmas season, and we know that we have two new systems coming out that time. So we're going to have these games, both those games come out, new system, probably a redo of those games, but that's like really close to do that. You know what I'm saying? Do you think they're just delaying for the systems themselves, like whatever reason they, they have or they're using? It's basically just for that. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I Maybe, but... I, because September is also too soon to do that. You know what I'm saying? If it was October or November, then for sure. But, yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. And you think that they would want to go ahead and release in April, 
for Cyberpunk. And then when Christmas comes around, if I really like the game, I would buy the second game. I have in the past. Grand Theft Auto, I did the same exact thing. Oh, I bought yeah. Grand Theft Auto on the 360. It was in the same year the new system came out, and I just bought it again as soon as it came out on Xbox One. Because they're just going to hype up. That's what I planned on doing Cyberpunk. Yeah, they're, they're just going to hype up, uh, you know, the the graphics and the performance and everything. So, of course, everybody's going to jump on board with it. Right, yeah. Especially if it's a good game. How many times do we rebuy games when it comes to the next system? Like, ex- exactly. example, like Skyrim's that we're just talking about. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, my God, yeah. I have Skyrim on multiple different systems. I have the HD version, and if I had a VR, I'd be buying the VR version yeah. for sure. <laughs> I, actually, I got it on Switch recently, too, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I have it on multiple systems, and it's if it's a good game, I will, totally. Yeah. So I was pretty surprised by that. Iron Man kind of shocked me for the fact that it looked pretty complete when I thought they were advertising it, or when they yeah. were advertising it. My prediction is that they're moving it to May to make up for Avengers moving back. You know what I'm saying? Because um, May is the start of the movie season, so we'll have like we'll have uh, Black Widow movie and stuff like that out. Mm-hmm. So they want to make sure we have a Marvel project coming out in May. So the okay. February release date is kind of like uh, it's okay, but May is more hot. So they're probably moving the Iron Man to fill in for the Marvel Avengers movie to September. Huh, okay, just to get everybody since they're on a high right now. It's kind of like yeah, a, like a, a Battlefront. Everybody goes back to Battlefront when a Star Wars movie comes out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next thing. We had a Smash Connect this week uh, with a huge new character announced, Byleth. I think that's Byleth. I don't know. I think that's how you say it. For uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, uh, joining Smash Brothers. This is the eighth Fire Emblem fighter, which is freaking crazy. Uh, and then the next season, we'll bring six new fighters throughout 2021. That's It'll go till then. Uh, and the next season, we have this. They like showed us a sneak peek of a new. Uh, Breath of the Wild Ancient Shoulder Soldier skin for your me, but other than that, we didn't really get much from the next season. But Byleth joining Fire Emblem or joining Smash Brothers was that a big deal to you at all? Did you care? No, no, because we already have. Like you said it yourself, you have the eighth. This is the eighth character, and I mean, can we branch out a little bit more? Can I get like a like some of the Donkey Kong characters or something? Maybe like the grandpa or you know, oh, I don't know, funny, yeah. like someone, just someone that's unexpected from a different franchise um i think he's a brother too that's like a big bruiser if I remember correctly it, with the one with the bandana and sunglasses yeah, yeah. cousin or brother yeah something like that whatever um yeah. but yeah an eighth fire emblem character i mean they have swords all of them pretty much so the, yeah it's a kind similar of the play style for all of them yeah <laughs> now i was really disappointed because the internet was going crazy over the dante idea and everybody's thinking it's going to be Dante. Yeah, that would been pretty neat, actually. Yeah. But then, how, so, do, how does uh, Nintendo have any part of the Devil May Cry series? Well, because of Capcom. They they already have some Capcom in there. I guess. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And so, there was... And then there's also Square Enix. So, they were thinking... So, the, the top two trending ideas, number one was Dante. And the uh-huh. second one was Sora. And so, uh, any Sora of those two got nuts. on there. I mean, Sora yeah. actually seems like he'd fit really well yeah. in Smash Brothers. I mean, except for you can't like let any Disney touch it because then you then you open up a whole can of worms. There. Oh gosh, yeah. If you do a spell and then you're like writing a teacup, then you got a problem. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I love that teacup. For special. Yeah. Oh That's yeah. But yeah. So um, yeah. I don't know, man. They gotta they gotta start bringing up some new fighters if I'm gonna be getting these season passes. I love Smash Brothers, but I have no reason to get another Fire Emblem character. So hopefully we see something new coming up. I, I really wasn't. Impre- I mean, other than Banjo Kazooie, there was nothing impressive with this last season. Um, I mean, 
Yeah, I I agree. There's no one that I care for that's extra because I think I've only really bought Joker, um, when he yeah. first came out from Persona. But other than that, I don't I don't think I have anyone extra actually. Were you a Persona player, or did you just want to have a new character? No, I just Persona wanted a new character because I told myself I'd buy him on, and he looked kind of cool. So yeah, came with the map. So went with it. Yeah, we're getting a new map for this one too. I forget. Oh yeah, it is the. Uh, let's see, do I have it here in the notes? I don't. But it was it's the main select screen for Fire Emblem. This is the map you're gonna get with the new new character as well. Oh, so there's that. Okay. Next up, there was a leaked Bioshock release coming to the mm. Switch. So uh, on the Taiwanese rating boards, they had a rating for each of the Bioshock games plus the collection for the Nintendo Switch. This means that you could in the future be able to buy each individual game or the collection that has the DLCs as well. Uh, the original Taiwanese posters are being removed, but if you guys go to the Loot Pots website, which if you go to our website, there's a link to their site, uh, you can see the the original grab, the screen grab for this. And uh, what do you think about this? Would you play Bioshock on the on the Switch? Now I don't th- I don't think I will personally because I, really? I I have it on PC already. So just recent from the whole collection. Yeah. But I do love the fact that I love my Nintendo. I lo- I love my Switch. And I love the fact that they're grabbing these big names for the console. So it's really showing that, hey, we're not just, you know, they're exp- expanding their horizons in a way. Um, yeah. So I'm just like so happy that they can just keep this ball rolling with the sports games. Uh, this right here, uh, Skyrim's. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah. And, and then we had the news back on December 9th. That 2K is developing a brand new Bioshock game. So do you think that they're going to develop that to be on the Switch as well? Oh dang, that might uh, that that'd be I would you would think so, right? Yeah, that's probably why they're getting ready to release the Switch. Release the old ones on the Switch is kind of like a prelude to it, you know? Yeah, especially if I mean it'd be kind of crazy if you haven't played a Bioshock game in your life, and maybe you've only been in the Nintendo world. But at least this gives a new crowd to experience Bioshock. And then if this new game comes out for it, then why not? All right, we're going to move on to a short Blizzard Corner. So this is editing Frank. He's going to put in a nice musical thing here. Now I'm going to talk over it. (laughs) All right, so this kickoff Blizzard Corner. We have the Lunar Festival for Overwatch. I was just playing that before we started talking. How are you liking the Lunar Festival so far? I love Lunar Festival every year. (laughs) (laughs) There's some of my favorite skins by far. They put like a little extra work into those. Um, and yeah, they're always colorful. They're pretty bright. Is there any favorite skin that you have of the new batch of the new one? Surprisingly, surprisingly, I really like the Doomfist one. Yeah. It's simple. The monk. Yeah. Yeah, It's simple, but it looks really cool. I like how his eyes are all white. And then there's just a little bit of like etchings on his Doomfist. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like that one. What about you? What's, what's kind of your, your favorite? Uh, you know, it's yeah. Doomfist is really good. I Sombra's. I respect how much work went into Sombras, but I don't care yeah, for it. Same. Yeah. I think I, I know people aren't gonna agree with you. I know you're not gonna agree with me. The Winston one's probably my favorite of the new ones. Yeah, I don't agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> or the wrecking ball. The bre- wrecking ball looks really good too. Yeah, wrecking it's ball's like nice. Almost yeah. Hawaiian looking. Yeah. Um I don't care. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not too crazy over the 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 new new ones for this year. Um the three thousand yeah. gold ones. Um but yeah, I'm not too hot on him, actually. I can't believe the new Lucio one's three three thousand. That's to me doesn't make sense. Gosh, yeah. But it is. It'll come out. It'll be uh, available next year, and it'll be a thousand. So yeah, that's what I'll be buying if I do. Yeah. 
I just got the hockey skin for him, so I'm like oh. hella good on him now. <laughs> Get some slap shots. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's also so if you guys for the next three weeks, so it's going until February 5th. It's going to be the Lunar Festival. Each week they're giving away a free skin if you win nine games. So uh, this week is going to be the new Doomfist one. It's a Monk Doomfist. So you guys get out there, play some games. It could be any, basically any of the play ones. If you win nine of them, you get a free skin. Just keep going at it. Uh, and then you're able to unlock. There's two different loot boxes, the normal loot box and then the Lunar loot box. And those Lunar ones will have possibly extra skins. They'll also have unique sprays, uh, voiceover lines. There is some, uh, have you noticed that they have some voiceover lines that are in Chinese or Mandarin, I think it is? No, I don't think it's I've got any of those. Yeah, I've got a couple of them now where they're actually in Chinese. Oh, wow. I didn't. I don't think I've gotten any one yet. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I know that one of them I got was a Sigma's. <laughs> I was like, that's that's awesome. Hearing oh, him yeah. speak in Chinese Yeah, that is, is cool. kind of neat, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so guys, check that out. Now, there's a new play style, too. Did you play the new play style? Well, it's, well, it's Lunar No, I have not. I have not. I want to check it out, though. Yeah, I think it's like a capture the flag. I'll have to check it out. Let's see. Yeah, it's something to do with the flag. I saw, I mean, the trailer for it when it came out. Yeah. All right, next up, we're going to be talking about World of Warcraft. They have a huge new patch, Visions of Nazoth. Uh, Joe went back for this patch, so Ooh. he's going to be our reporter on this. <laughs> um, yeah, I know, right? So first off, the story, just kind of catch you guys up if you haven't been playing World of Warcraft. I don't blame you. It's really boring right now. But basically, we defeated Queen Ashara, and in the process, we let loose Nazoth. He's a big like old god um and he's like unleashing forces on us the idea is to go stop him it's a very lovecraft kind of world with all kinds of tentacles and everything like that so that's what we're looking at right now uh the big thing is we got two new allied races the horde get the vulpira which are these fox-like little nomads Ooh. and then the alliance get the mecha gnomes do you like either of those uh the foxes are cute but i don't give a shit that's <laughs> like why joe went back is to get his fox <laughs> Made a hunter fox. Okay, uh, okay. And then we, yeah. Then we have assaults, which is a uh, style of gameplay they brought in during Legion, and they've been using it a lot. Mm-hmm. So in Oldham and in Eternal, in Veil of Eternal Blossoms, uh, there's these Titan structures. Well, the uh, old gods are gonna be attacking those. So you have to go to those areas to do some quests and defend them. And then we have horrific visions. This is a new thing. It's kind of like the Mage Tower from Legion, and is a is something that'll come to Shadowlands as well, where uh, Stormwind and Orgrimmar. Are corrupted in the future and so you go to the future you fight off the thing as much as you can and you come back and every time you go in you try to get better and better at it you're just constantly challenging yourself for big bigger and bigger rewards and uh and then the last thing is we got ratheon who's joining us ratheon uh has been kind of sneakily watching us from a distance this whole time and he's bringing us a legendary cloak we have to level up like we have in the past with his rings and uh, he's big to the storyline again. He actually, there's a new cinematic out that's pretty cool where him and he's like telling Anduin, like, dude, get your shit together. We need to fight off the old gods. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember Rathion for like Pandaria? Uh, man, no, you have to give me a, let me look at, let me look him up. I know by image. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looks a lot better now than he does then, but he's Deathwing's son. He has, Deathwing has two sons. One of them that stays, uh, his name's Ebonhorn, who stays at a Tauren form. And then there's, Rathion stays in human form. And when we met him in uh, Pandaria, he was wearing like a turban. And now he's got long hair and they like made him sexier now. So he's all like, <laughs> all over the memes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, I see who you're talking about. I see who you're talking yeah. about. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then so the, the gear that he's giving us and because of the fight that we have ahead, we get corruption as a new stat on our gear. Uh, and the way it works is the higher your corruption, it, it has like a risk and reward. So you'll have like extra crit, but... 
like you randomly will switch targets or some shit like that. Like there's, it has a high risk reward gear. So that's new. And then we have a new raid coming up called Nihilotha, uh, the waking city. Now lore wise is a huge deal. This is actually where the old gods are from. And it was a city on Azeroth that was like before life essentially started on Azeroth. And so it's a really big, it actually should be its own expansion to be honest with you, but it's going to be, uh, 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 the raid for this one and, and expect huge structures because it's supposed to be for the old gods. The old gods are way bigger than us. So expect like these huge structures. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Are you going to go back at all and try this out? I don't know. This sounds super interesting. Is this something I was going to say, is, I was going to ask you the same question. Is it, are you going to check this out? Or are you going to wait for the next actual expansion? I, I'm, I'm trying to wait to the next one. I'll come back yeah. like a month before Shadowlands. Yeah. So I'll get some of this, but I don't know. Joe's back. <laughs> I might check this Joe out. Joe talking about it's got me kind of itching for it. Yeah, I know. Just you talking about this <laughs> segment right now has me like, mm, maybe I should uh, log in real quick. I love the Lovecraft stuff, and they really embrace it for this this yeah. patch. So I was like, "Oh shit, maybe." Mm-hmm. All right, uh, moving on to movie news. We had a brand new Morbius trailer. Did you get a chance to watch this trailer? I did. All right, what'd you think overall of this trailer? Overall, I thought uh, overall I thought it was really good. I'm super interested yeah. in watching this movie. I thought it was a little weird when they're going to the bat caves and stuff. Like, what's what's your um, science behind your, you know, whatever studies you're doing right now? Um, but other than that, I'm really excited for. It. I like the the dark tone. Um, please don't make it like Venom, and then we'll yeah. be okay. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. It looks like uh, you know, it's a much more serious tone like it's not like joking around like venom was at, at moments in the trailer mm-hmm. which i kind of like that it's what i'm in the movie for it felt like blade which is exactly what i Ooh. wanted from the movie Damn. so kind of down for that as well now there was a little easter egg that everybody's been talking about and i don't know if you saw it or not did you see the little spider-man that was painted on the wall behind him in one of the scenes Ooh. no i did not so there's a spider-man painted behind him it was somebody like to graffiti over it says murderer on it Ooh. but the main thing is that's not that's not Tom Holland's. That's Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. How do we know that? Because that's ta- that's 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 his pose. That's literally a screenshot from like the cover of number two they have huh. on the back. Yeah. Okay. So are people we... are like, uh, what the hell? <laughs> Is he in a different universe? What's going on with this? Oh god. Or they just got lazy. But it's that'd not... be really nuts for them to get that lazy. I'm I'm hoping they just got lazy, really. Because to think that deep in it, I would be like, oh, that's just Spider-Man. You know, I'm not even thinking about Tommy McGuire's anymore. Yeah. I, I've i seen ideas of, like, what if they do, like, Spider Island or they do some sort of, like, multiverse thing where, like, oh, yeah, the other Spider-Mans exist as well. It's just this is the MCU one. Hmm. So then maybe this is a Morbius from the Toby universe. And, th- yeah, he's and then eventually, like, multiverse madness or whatever, he comes over to the MCU. That'd be kind of interesting. Hmm. I don't know, because... Uh, I don't know because we saw Michael Keaton at the end of this. That's so true. That case. I think it's. Mm. I'm hoping like I know you said you know, but I'm hoping it's just laziness. It's just a Spider-Man image they got, and you see Michael yeah. Keaton, and it's like, oh my god, bring these people together. I'm looking forward to that. Do you think there's a chance that we're okay? So we have some Michael Keaton. Do you think there's a chance that they're building up for Sinister Six with Morbius? With Morbius. You think they would continue that little tease they gave us a while ago with those um, Andrew Garfield ones? Yeah. I think so. Why not? Who wouldn't want to see those? Yeah. Well, because Sony's going to have the project all to themselves here in a few years. They need to do something big to be able to compete against. They're going to essentially be competing against Avengers, you know. I, Sinister Six is the mm. way you do that. I don't know. Yeah. It'd be crazy. 
Um, it's you think gonna be the last thing they do while they still have like a little bit of a connection to the MCU, so they can get Iron Man in there. You think with the Sinister Six and how Morbius is so dark that they're trying to match maybe a potential Joker ish in a way, and how successful that Dude, was? Dude, that'd be awesome. But I don't think they. To me, it felt like there was too many special effects for that. But they could be trying yeah, to. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'd see. I could see them trying to go that route, just with the evilness and the dark tones. Um. But yeah, they need to do something really to make them still lie afloat. I don't know. I'm anxious to see it. I'm hoping they do well. I'm always worried when Sony comes out with a new Spider-Man anything, but yeah. we'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have a new Superman and Lois series confirmed. This is the Superman mm-hmm. and Lois from the Arrowverse. They're getting their own spinoff. This is like the eighth spinoff from the Arrowverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will have uh, Tyler Hochulin and Elizabeth Tulock returning. That's the Superman and Lois from the Arrowverse themselves. Uh, John Cryer, who is their Lex Luthor, there's no confirmation that he's coming back because he's kind of a bigger star, so it's a little bit of hit and miss. And then at the end of Crisis, it kind of buttons him up, so we don't know what's going to happen there. But they do have like his mom, and there's all kinds of family members that can get involved. Uh, it's going to be written and produced by Todd Helbig- Helbing. He is the showrunner from season four and five of The Flash. Uh, what do you think about this? Are you happy to watch this or are you? Dang. So I was, uh, yeah, no, I was super thinking about this. Um, I was like, ah, man, I don't give a shit. So, <laughs> no, I'm gonna, that's bad. <laughs> but I, 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 I try getting an arrow verse. I don't care. Or the arrow. I watch a little bit of the yeah. flash. Um, I stay away from Supergirl. Um, I just don't care. Yeah, I, I, this is a very good version of Superman, so I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, it's a pretty good version of Lois Lane, and there's, I, I'm just a little worried about what they're gonna do for villains, because Supergirl, they lean on the aliens thing so much mm-hmm. to try to make up for the fact that they can't do some of the big Superman characters. So I wonder if they're gonna let him like actually fight Zod and stuff like that. That would be that that would sell it for me, because I'm tired of watching Supergirl and she's fighting some villain that doesn't matter. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, but who cares? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I want to see Brainiac, I want to see Metallo, mm-hmm. I want to see some badasses. And sometimes they hint at him as Supergirl, but they don't actually let her fight, her, so fight them. So I'm hoping with Superman, they let him go full bore. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. Um, we have no dates on this yet. This is the second spinoff coming that's not even, not even made yet. We have also the Canaries, which is basically future Arrow coming up. And... Uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Crisis just finished up. We didn't want to do a full episode on that, but Crisis just finished up, and afterwards, I mean, it's freaking nuts. Everything's on the same universe now, and so it's basically the CW planet. They call it uh, Earth Prime, but it's really Earth CW, mm-hmm. and uh, it's pretty neat. Now, did you have a chance to catch any of that, that Crisis stuff? No, I still haven't watched it. <laughs> Even when our last uh, debate, I still, <laughs> like, eh, you know. <laughs> the big thing with that that I thought, like, my most, like, oh, shit moment was when they actually tied it to the DCEU because they had Flash come on. Like That's right. Flash I did game. see that. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So now the CW is tied to the DCEU and it's all interconnected. Mm. Smallville too, so Daniel could be happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another show. So we have a few shows that are getting new. We have a few new shows coming up essentially. Uh, first one is going to be Clarice. This is the Clarice from The Silence of the Lambs. She's going to have Ooh. her own CB- yeah, no, CBS show. It'll be written and directed by Alex Kurtzman and Jenny Lumet, who worked on many other projects, including Star Trek Discovery on CBS All Access. 
This series will take place in 93. That's a year after the events of the film. Oh, and it'll okay. follow Clarice as she's investigating murders in Washington, D.C. So I'm, I'm loving this. I love Sons of the Lambs. Clarice is awesome. I can't help but say her name like Clarice. <laughs> like, it's so great. <laughs> so I'm excited for this. Did you like Sons of the Lambs? Oh, yes, of course. Um, so you already answered the question that it's going to take place after the fact. So I wonder if there's going to be any connections tied into that. Because obviously that's the, that's the big murder that we all want to, you know, right? that we all know and love. So I wonder if anything after is going to like reminisce to the future of her career, you know? Yeah, it'd be cool if we had like copycat killers and stuff like that. Yeah. She's always like yeah. an expertise in, you know? Mm-hmm. Because if it's just like, uh, I can see them doing this like, oh yeah, it's just actually an FBI investigation show, but we just call it Clarice, then I'll be upset. I want to see something tie it back to, you know, Buffalo Bill or something like that. Whatever it was. Was it Buffalo Bill? I think it was. I think it was. Yeah. 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 Buffalo Bill. Yeah, I it was. Some stuff yeah. Like, yeah. So um, hopefully we get some of that stuff. Now, are you worried at all that something like this is going to be on CBS? I mean, they got the... Uh, Star- I like Star Trek and the Picard looks amazing. Oh, so, yeah. That's today, actually, as we're recording. It's the next I, I think... I th- yeah, I think I'm going to sign up real quick for that. Yeah. Um, it looks phenomenal by the trailers. So... Yeah. Are you at all worried that something this dark is going to be on CBS? I, I'm not because they do really good. They do a lot of these like uh, investigative shows, so I think it'll fall into like FBI's on there, and you know it's kind of like one of those Law and Orders, but Law and Orders NBC. But it's like going to be probably like a Law and Order, but just be yeah. in '93. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm hoping that they really kind of lean on the shows, on the movies. That's the main thing for me. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, The Rock is getting his own series. Dwayne The Rock Johnson series is going to be called The Young Rock, and it's going to tell a story from the WWE to the big screen. Showrunner for this is going to be, ooh, it's a tough name, Nanacha Khan, and that's the creator of Fresh Off the Boat. And the series will premiere on NBC's new streaming service, The Peacock. I'm super excited for this because I love Rock in the early days, like when he was a football player turned wrestler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Freaking in for it, man. What do you think? Now, is this going to be actors playing his life, or is this going to be a documentary? It's going to be actors playing his life. It's going to be a, like a sitcom. Okay. So that's more interesting. Why not? I don't yeah. know, because at, at the end of it, yeah, it's about The Rock, but we're still seeing, seeing like a kid trying to enter the wrestling world. Um, now, what do you think? It's going to be like maybe a little bit of funny, a little not, maybe just serious the whole time. I guess that, that depends too, you know? Well, the, the showrunner being this con uh, who did Fresh Off the Boat, was, which is all comedy. That's why I, think I assume it's going to yeah. be a little bit of everything. I think it's going to be a little bit of comedy, yeah, for sure. I think you're going to have to. Um, because other than that, that's the only reason I watch it a little bit. Because when I think of wrestling, I get a little comedic relief from it. To be honest, I mean, <laughs> you know what? I, I would love to see an Office, like like the show The Office. Oh my god! But in the WWE, dude, that'd be hilarious. That'd be amazing. <laughs> oh my! I just think of the people talking. Oh man, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I like the idea they go back to the locker room like Jerry. That was a little too real, son of a bitch. You know? Yeah, like that'd be so great. Mm-hmm. Uh. I really hope we get some characters too from the old days, like some somebody playing Triple H, somebody playing Rikishi, mm-hmm. you know, some of the old '90s wrestlers. Oh man! Oh like man, that'd be so Cactus awesome! Jack. Yeah, that'd be so awesome. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that'd be great. And then it's it, they talk about how it's going to be his transition from the WWE to the big screens. Mm-hmm. So I think one of his earlier ones was like, what was it like? Too cool. There were some other movies. Can you remember some of the early rock movies? Gosh, I don't know. Um... Scorpion King, but you want earlier than that? You know what? Yeah, no, I think that might be one of the earliest ones, though. Because he was yeah. like Mummy 2 before then. 
Huh. So we might have him trying out with that. So that'd be cool to see. Like they could probably straight up get Brandon Frazier. They don't have to get a. <laughs> they don't yeah. have to get somebody to act like Brandon Frazier. I think they could just get him. I think he's probably available. Yeah, because that's. Could, <laughs> yeah, because that's really old. I mean, even old, but a little bit after that. Um, Doom. Remember that Doom movie he was in? I loved that Doom movie. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Dude, it, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people like the. Um, where he's a football player, the game plan. A lot of people like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Is it or was it called Gridiron or is that another football movie he was in? Uh, that's a different movie. There's a Gridiron Gang, and then the game plan that's was it. where he was like watching a daughter or some kid while he was oh, playing yeah, a football yeah. player, but he was like a big bad person, but the daughter kind of made him more, you know, not as tough. Yeah, classic. Yeah. 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 So hopefully we get a few of those. It's kind of like showing the behind the scenes mm-hmm. stuff, on, but again, a comedy. So it'll be interesting to see how they're gonna do this. I don't know. This Peacock service, I, it's going to be one of like the many of the other ones, but I'll probably get it for a few months, watch everything I can on it, and then cancel it for a while, then come back a little yeah, later on. Yeah. In uh, more TV news, we have two new shows coming to HBO that are DC shows. So the first one is Aquaman King of Atlantis. This is going to be a three-part animated series with James Wan as the executive producer. Wan's the guy that made the 2008 movie. Mm-hmm. 2008. 2018 movie. That's oh, I was going right. to say, yeah. damn, that got <laughs> yeah. really old fast. <laughs> right. Uh, this is coming to HBO Max and then will eventually be moved to the DC Universe streaming service. Uh, an Aquaman animated, it's, it's just a three parts, so it's going to be like a mini series essentially. I think this is going to be good for him. I think Aquaman's animate, uh, an animated Aquaman has always been my favorite Aquaman. What mm-hmm. do you think? Yeah, I mean, they're nailing, they're nailing it out of the park with these uh, the animated movies. I mean, I think they're awesome. Yeah. Um, but do you kind of want to see the next level of things when it comes to... Are, are we not over the animated movies yet? I mean, do we want to see like live action series or anything? I I understand that definitely that would be cool, but I think, I mean, DC animated movies are really good. They are, know. they are, no doubt about it. I don't, I haven't watched one that I dislike. So yeah, it just seems like oh, we can't keep up with Marvel. So let's just do these animated movies because we're good at them <laughs> i'm fine with them understanding <laughs> that and then using this as like look we know we can't keep up with marvel instead of them trying to keep up with marvel and making garbage mm-hmm. so it's kind of one of those things where it's like i don't know man dc's weird like they have the whole arrowverse stuff that for the right crowd is huge for everybody else they don't care like they're animated movies it's like if you watch them they're gonna love them but True. like a lot of people don't watch them it's kind of a real weird thing where they're like marvel's the other way where they're like look we'll just keep making these roller coaster movies that you'll just everybody will watch. Like it's it's weird how the, the two are so different, you know. You know, I agree with you because, yeah, because oh man, because it doesn't matter. They're making them, and they know they're making tons of money. So it's like, oh, if you hate it, who cares? We just made a billion dollars. But at least with the car- animated series, that we actually enjoy them, and that's that's uh, most people enjoy them. So yeah. Uh, then we have the Green Lantern show coming there. Oh, It'll be a live yes. action one. Yes. <laughs> So this is live action with two Green Lanterns from Earth. So I'm assuming it'll be Hal and John. And uh, they said that the villain will be Sinestro. Yeah, they so, said I mean, it was mostly a villain. backstory of Sinestro. Uh, oh, my God. Sinestro. Sinestro? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, and they said a little bit Hal of the Green then, Lanterns. Right? Um, I mean, I think, right? It makes sense. Can we get a proper Hal? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think with... Um, Oh gosh, what was the other name you just said? Um, blanking out. John. John. It has to be those two, right? The two most popular ones. Yeah, th- but there's like four others. There's a lot of Green Lantern, so I'm hoping they don't like, oh, let's try to do some no names. No, screw that shit. Give me Hal yeah, and yeah, John. Exactly. I want that buddy cop. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I want Nathan Fillion to play Hal, which would be really good because he's kind of that older white dude that's yeah. like handing the learnings off to John, kind of teaching him the ropes. Yeah. I don't know. Can you think of anybody you want to play Sinestro? Not really. Actually, I, I wasn't even thinking, thinking about Sinestro. Yeah, I keep thinking Hiddleston. Like if we had Loki, uh, Loki playing Sinestro. Oh, God. He could play any <laughs> villain. I'd fall in love with it. Yeah. I think for this, I think this is since this is a TV series, it's going to be too big. But I want Idris Elba to play John, and he's the only person oh, I want yeah. to play. But I, think, want that for, but I kind of want Hal. To, I kind of want John to be a little bit younger than Hal. But yeah, that would be amazing for like Idris Elba and Hal, like like yeah. Idris Elba and Nathan Fillion. Oh my God, what a team! Yeah, damn, damn, that'd be cool. <laughs> and then uh, let's see. Let's go. We got two more things for TV. Yeah, two more things for TV. Let's go with a. Uh, the new HBO series, uh, House of Dragons, is set to premiere in 2020. During the TCA, which we had the TCA, which is basically where like everybody talks about the next seasons, mm-hmm. uh, HBO confirmed that they all have House of Dragons in the works. This will be based off of George R. R. Martin's book, Fire and Blood, and will focus on the rise and fall of the House Targaryen. The book covers multiple centuries, so it's going to be kind of hard to film this. We don't know if they're going to like just focus on one part of the whole book. But if they were to cover the whole book, it actually would like follow the whole history of the Targaryens. That'll be tricky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the one that's greenlit. Then we had another that was greenlit before. That was about the um, northern part of Satheros, which is the southern continent in Westeros. That got canceled, and that one actually had like some like it looked like it was done. But the pilot was made. HBO didn't care for it, so they just said, "Stop making it. We're not going to do it." Mm-hmm. And then moving on to this one. The nice thing with this one is it's actually co-written by Martin himself. And they're in the the uh, script stages right now, so it's going along pretty well. Are you excited for this? I am. I I mean, who doesn't want any more Game of Thrones? Of course, we always want Game of Thrones. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm not crazy excited because I feel like obviously this is what 2022, so I'm not trying to get hyped up this early. We got time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, of course. I mean. So hopefully, I, you know, I just want one of these to happen. <laughs> I'm so yeah. tired of like. Oh, this one's getting greenlit. This one got canceled and stuff like that. I know that they're trying to do it right, and I, I think that's a good idea. I think after some of the backlash of season eight from Game of Thrones, they're kind of like being extra safe. Yeah. But I just, I'm ready for one of these, man. I'm getting hungry for this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have the cast set in stone, too, for the Lord of the Rings one. But it was like nobody major. Benjamin from Game of Thrones is going to be in it, and the guy that played Young Ned, that's the only two I can really recognize, is going to be in the new Lord of the Rings series. Mm-hmm. But that cast is finalized, so they'll probably start filming next month. But yeah, so yeah. We'll, we'll we'll probably put up a spoiler area on our website that'll show uh, from the set photos, so you guys can kind of follow along if you want to. With the TV news, you said this was the last one, but um, McFarland moving to NBC. Yeah, that's yeah. the last. One. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you think of that new deal? Two hundred million dollars for five years. This is are we just going to get his normal stuff? Family Guy, American Dad, Orville. Well, so. So Family Guy, American Dad, and Orville are all staying on Fox. And he's going to continue finishing working on those. Okay. These are totally new projects he's going to be making over here. Okay, okay. So I'm interested in what that means. So if it was CBS that hired him, that means he's going to be making a Star, a star Trek. Because he lo- he's a huge Star Trek fan. But hmm. with NBC the one being the one that hires him, I think they're going to try to get him to make some animated shows. Because NBC doesn't have anything animated, I think. Do you see a revamp of the Cleveland show then? Oh, dude, I hope so. I actually like Cleveland Show. I do too. I mean, I like all of his shows, to be honest. Right, yeah. It's for Orville, yeah. I kind of don't care, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I don't mind seeing a Cleveland Show or seeing a 
do a Joe show, Joe Swanson show, where he's in a wheelchair and he's just with his wife all the time, and then just have the side characters of Cleveland. I can't have that much of his wife's voice, though. Oh, man. <laughs> I just love his... <laughs> I, I don't know. Joe's thought process on things sometimes just crack me up. <laughs> yeah, I love. Did you ever see the episode with the, the his like book he wrote with a squirrel? That's also oh yeah yeah. In a wheelchair. And then Peter takes <laughs> over pretty much. Peter takes it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we can keep going on Swanson jokes. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It could be. I don't think it'll do have anything to do with Family Guy because I think Fox owns the rights too much on that. Mm-hmm. I I just hope it's something that's animated and in his wheelhouse because if it's not, then we might get something like. A Million Ways to Die in the West, which I did like, but th- there's definitely had its problems, and there were a lot of people that hated it. So I sure. hope he doesn't try to do like a live-action show that's not Orville. Orville, luckily, just hits the right chord, but it barely hits it to where it's going to keep going. Uh-huh. Like it, Now it's on Hulu, so it's not even on Fox anymore. But I- I'm a little worried with that. So if he does a live-action show, I don't think it'll last long. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, what's the falling on Orville right now? Is it huge, small? What's the following on Orville right now? It's small but dedicated. That's why I got moved to Hulu. It wasn't even can- it got canceled like twice. But the small but dedicated group keeps having it come back. Yeah. So it survived, but now it's going to Hulu. But that small group is not going to live forever. So uh, yeah. or last forever. So uh, I don't know. I don't. I'd rather just see some of the animated stuff. But even at that Family Guy that's going so long, it's kind of like eh, d- doling out. Yeah, I'm tired I'm, of I don't. Guy at this I don't point find. Here. Yeah, I don't find myself laughing as much as I used to, and I used to crack up on Family Guy. So, do you think, even at this, let me flip it a little bit, do you, you think he still has the talent, the spark? I think he has the same spark he had before. I think we as viewers have all changed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Family okay. Guy premiered in like 99. Yeah, yeah. So, we we have changed over time. I think American Dad, as much as it's not as popular, I think has longer staying power. Mm-hmm. Because they actually have a solid narrative the entire time. Uh, they're kind of like Pixar, the fact that they'll they'll take a subject to focus on, but it's a subject that's so broad that everybody can relate to. Yeah. When Family Guy will actually like pick a side in a, in an argument, and that'll mm-hmm. alienate another half. Yeah. So I think American Dad's a good example of something he should do. Okay. Uh, a lot of people don't even know American Dad's their own. Yeah, it's on TBS, and yeah. actually I, I know one of the writers and stuff like that, and they're 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 have no signs of slowing down because again they have a solid show that's not you know divisive. It's just a good show mm-hmm. to watch. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. I kind of. I'm hoping it's. I'm hoping it's basically Cleveland show now. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about Cleveland show coming back. I'm. I'd be super happy for a Cleveland show. So. Well, that's it for our news this week, guys. We got a lot to catch up on because of all the Christmas stuff. But yeah, so this is that's pretty much all the news. Oh man, we yeah, got yeah. so much to play still. I'm looking for. I'm looking at all the delayed games again. I'm like, man, I really want Cyberpunk to be out. Maybe it's good that it's delaying for us, so we have so much to play right now. Yeah, but I'm like, I can like, I'm at a point now where I'm kind of like, yeah, but I could stop playing any of the games I'm playing right now to play something new. So I'm yeah. like, this is a good moment. Don't get yeah. too close to Shadowlands, which is another thing coming out about in September. Yeah. Fuck, that's I true. agree. Yeah. That's going to mess me up, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, we have a big week coming up in, or a big month coming up in February. And then uh, we just found out that we're going to be having a booth at the Sacramento Comic Con. Which is pretty cool. And then we're going to hopefully do the Game game Expo as well. But the Sacramento Comic Con is like a step up for us. So that's coming up in like June or July. Mm-hmm. We'll keep you guys filled up with that. Filled in with that. You guys can come by and visit us. Be cool. Yeah. Alright guys, that's it. We'll talk to you all later. Bye. 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 Thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Geek Freaks Pod. 
We're also on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week.